0: Haven of Hope Church, a true Pentecostal church with outward and upward praise and worship of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. In the coming fulfillments of the prophecies of the scriptures, the sea of humanity, in need and without hope, will flood our church. As God has promised in a word to us, if you remain faithful to me, I will remain faithful to you. With that promise in mind and the word that God has given us, We now know that Jesus Christ through His church has become the haven of hope for the hopeless. Haven of Hope Church, bringing hope to the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus. Welcome to Hope for the Hopeless, the sanctuary ministry of the Haven of Hope Church of God at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina just off Highway 222 between Kinley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont. We pray the day finds you blessed and highly favored of the Lord. The scripture says to give honor where honor is due and tribute to whom tribute. And we'd like to take this opportunity to say a very special thank you to Save News Network for making this ministry opportunity available to us here at the Haven of Hope Church. The following service is from our Sunday morning church service. It is indeed a joy and privilege to welcome you to our service this morning. It shouldn't take long at all for you to discover that the Lord has ordered your steps today to one of the best churches you've ever been. The people here are all about loving and caring about your family. Before you leave today, you will have discovered that you have new friends and that God loves you. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A two zero nine five eight eight zero three. Streaming plus license, A20958810. And we're all just home folks, and we're all just family of God. But altogether, we'll be having church and praising and worshiping God together, as well as being fed the Word of God. It is our continued prayer that you're blessed of God, and may you be blessed by these services. If you need me for anything, please don't hesitate to call upon me, Pastor J. Mac Taylor. Now here's the message on Hope for the Hopeless. From the Haven of Hope Church. I just want to take this opportunity to, uh, uh, you know, Sunday mornings are the mainstay of of our financial giving, of of the finances of the church. Uh, And we can't be there this morning, but the bills of the church are still there. So um, I'm going to give us all this opportunity now to give online in the offering. If you would like to uh, give online, you can go to the havenofhopechurch.org. Again, it's havenofhopechurch.org and click on online giving. There it'll give you several different options. It'll give you the opportunity to give through Givelify or through PayPal, through Cash App or through Venmo. And all of the options to give and all the ways to give are right there on the page so that you can uh, pay your tithes or give an offering to the church. Uh, like I said, even though we're not there in the building, the, the, that doesn't mean the bills don't start to keep piling up. So um, please be uh, faithful unto the Lord as he is faithful unto us. And uh, I'm going to pray right now that the Lord blesses the church this morning. Father, I lift you up and magnify you today, dear God, for all of these online with me today. I thank you, dear God, for all of those who are willing to still attend church online, even though we can't be there there in the building. We ask your touch today, dear God, to be upon each of those who have to give and those who have not Bless them equally as well. In the blessed and holy and righteous name of Jesus. I'm so glad you all decided to join with me this morning. You may notice that I'm a little bit under the weather. With the weather going back and forth between winter, summer, spring, and fall, it's messing with my sinuses and therefore messing with my chest. I had it just about beat and then went out in the cold again. Hallelujah. I want to be able to, I don't know how long I'll be able to hold out speaking. I do want to to say to you, um, there are those who might feel like we've made a mistake by canceling services this morning. Now that the rain's coming; it's, it's making the roads clear up, but I don't feel like it was—they're clearing up quick enough. And I, the last thing I would ever want to do is be putting any of my people in danger. But there again, uh, if I had went ahead with service, we'd have had people complaining about, you know, why don't why don't I care about my folks enough to? To keep them safe and not let them get out and be in this dangerous weather, you know you can't make everybody happy. You just can't. And uh, I was I was feeling a uh, feeling a, a, an impression from the Lord yesterday that we needed to go ahead and uh, cancel service this morning. I, I spoke with the pastoral advisory board, all of them that I could get on the phone, and uh, they all suggested it was a very wise idea to cancel service, uh, but I just, I, I'm, I'm so glad that you're able to be with me here today. Now, there's a strong, strong possibility that the, the rain and the and the warm, warm temperatures coming up today are going to wash the roads clear so that we can have tonight's service, and I'm hoping that we can, um, but right now, uh, we're just going to, I'll, I'll play it by ear. I'll let you know by four o'clock today what we're going to do. Uh, But right now, it looks like we will be having service. Praise be unto the living God. Uh, Now, I I don't know how many of you ever heard the the old saying. Um, And I may have it completely backwards, but I've heard it for decades. The ways of God are as of foolishness to men. And the Lord just kind of impressed my heart on speaking on a certain subject today. And I went through the Bible to find that particular phrase. And, you know, no matter how many search uh, terms I put in there, I couldn't find it. It wasn't in there exactly that way. But what I did find was 1 Corinthians 1.25. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to, hey, you know what? Since we have the technology on hand, I'm going to do this. Oh, come on now, Computer. Yeah, it decided to freeze up them. There we go. Well, I'm going to put the scripture on the live stream. First Corinthians 1 and 25. <clears throat> it says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men. And the weakness of God is stronger than men. Would you stretch your hands towards me this morning and pray? I need a touch from the Lord today. Father God, I seek your face. I seek your divine touch. I'm asking, dear God, for your healing touch upon my body, my my sinuses, and my throat. I ask your touch to be upon my chest, dear God. Break up this cough, dear God, and help me to become uh, healthy to the point that I can be who I need to be for this flock. I ask your touch today, dear God, to be upon, be upon the body of Christ. Be upon the word, dear God, as I bring it this morning and help me, dear Lord, to deliver this word in a way that would honor and uplift the name of Jesus. And it will be glorific- glorifying you in the throne room of God today, dear Lord. Let the word go forth today, dear God, in a way that would manifest itself in front of these believers that all those under the sound of my voice might receive from it. They might be strengthened from it. They might grow from it. And their souls and spirits be nourished by this word in the blessed and holy and righteous name of Jesus. We thank you and pray. And everybody said, Amen. Hallelujah. So good to see so many folks in the live stream with us this morning. Yes, ma'am, Sister Dee, we will pray. Uh, uh, let's stop right now and pray for Sister Dee and her family. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask your touch to be upon Sister Dee and her family today. You know what the need is, dear God. You know what you knew what it was before she did, and before we did. We ask, dear God, that you would intervene on their behalf, let your will be accomplished, dear God, to the glory of God the Father. In the name of Jesus, we thank you and pray. Amen. Hallelujah. <clears throat> the ways of God are as a foolishness to men. I, I look at that. I, I've always looked at that, and I've thought how wondrous and how high the wisdom of God is. How wondrous and mighty that the wisdom of God is so powerfully wise that when men look at it, it looks like foolishness because it is so far above our comprehension, so far above our understanding because he is God, he's omniscient, he's omnipotent, he's omnipresent. He is the mighty God. He, if there is wisdom, it all comes from God. The smartest man to ever live on the planet got his wisdom from God. There's no man on earth that's smarter than God. I know a bunch of politicians and a bunch of liberals that think they are, but none of them compare to the wisdom that God has. God's wisdom is so high that it is as a foolishness to men. And 1 Corinthians one twenty-five says, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men and the weakness of God is stronger than than men, that lets us know he has great and mighty wisdom, and we need to we need to trust in God that his wisdom is sufficient for us, that we might trust in him, and know that he has the right plan in in mind for us. Hallelujah! Sister Reba hit it pretty good Sunday night when she talked talked about the fact in Jeremiah, for I know the plans I have towards you, saith God plans of good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. He wants to look at, he's got plans for us and he wants to take care of us. He wants to look out for us. He's got good plans in mind for his children. Now we've got a lot of things going on in the world today. We've got, what is it? Our second, third, fourth, or 15th strain of COVID going throughout the earth. And let me tell you folks, When it comes down to making decisions in the church about COVID, you can't make everybody happy. You just can't do it. Uh, Some folks will say, well, you ain't got no faith if you can't go to church Uh, because of COVID. You don't trust that God can heal you. You don't trust that God can take care of you. Uh, You know, but wisdom, those of us who trust in God, those of us who know God, know that wisdom tells us that God is all powerful and he will and can protect us From COVID, hallelujah, we need only have faith. That's wisdom. But if you remember the story of Joseph, Joseph was Israel's uh, favorite son. And his brothers hated him so bad that they pretended that he was killed and sold him into slavery. And he went through decades of, of slavery and prison in Egypt, and all kinds of wrongdoing befallen him, and he became, uh, he became destitute and 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 no doubt downtrodden. But one day the, the 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 Pharaoh saw where he was and knew where he was and called him to his court. And because he had the Pharaoh had a dream that he couldn't even remember. Pharaoh had a dream that he couldn't even remember, and the dream troubled him so bad, he called all of his soothsayers and all of his wise men together to get them to tell him his dream and then interpret it. But they said, well, we can't interpret a dream we don't know. He said, but somebody here's got to. Well, the cook, the chef, the king's chef, remembered Joseph had interpreted a dream for him in the prison, and it came to pass. So he he told the king, He said, I know a man who can take care of this for you. So they sent to him in the prison and brought him out of the prison. And the king had a dream of seven fat cows and seven starving cows. And the seven starving cows ate all the seven fat cows and then perished. That was a dream from God. And Pharaoh didn't remember the dream. He couldn't even remember the dream, but Joseph told him what his dream was, because Joseph was anointed of God. Joseph had the had God wisdom. God's wisdom implanted upon him, and Joseph knew what it meant too. And he told him. He said, "We're getting ready to have seven years of plenty, here in Egypt, and the seven years of, and right behind the seven years of plenty, uh, we're going to have seven years of of drought and seven years of famine." And the famine is going to be so bad that it will consume the seven years of good and plenty. And he told Pharaoh, he said, fill up all the silos with all the grain and all the food you can. Because you're going to need everything you can to survive that seven years of famine. And Pharaoh did so. And it came to pass exactly like Joseph told him. And when it did, Egypt survived because of Joseph's wisdom and because of God's intervening on his behalf. And Pharaoh took Joseph and made him second only to Pharaoh in the kingdom. He gave Joseph his signet ring and told him that he was in charge of everything. And Pharaoh just sat back and gave, gave the control of the kingdom to the man that he knew could take care of it better than he could. But Joseph, Brother Matt, Joseph was a man of faith. Joseph served the same God that we serve. That's exactly right. And God used that famine and used that seven times times of plenty to bring about a certain thing. Well, what did it bring about? I'll tell you in a minute. I'm going to ask you a question, though. That question is, we said a while ago that wisdom tells us that God is all-powerful and he can protect us from COVID. And ain't that same wisdom powerful enough? Ain't God powerful enough to overcome those seven years of famine? Couldn't God have just given a, a single word, a single thought, and wiped out that famine and they didn't need to use the seven years of plenty to supply them for the famine? God could have done it. God could have done it. But God let the famine come upon the land. Why would God do such a thing? Why on earth would God do such a thing as to let famine come upon the earth? Because look what happened. Joseph and all the children of Israel came into captivity. They came into slavery for 400 years because of that famine, because God didn't take away that famine. Well, well, Brother Mac, that means that they didn't trust God. I don't know about that now. See, because the wisdom of God is as foolishness to men. Because men cannot possibly comprehend the mind of God. God had a plan. That plan meant that Israel was going to be going into captivity. And Israel went into captivity so that God could show them what would happen to them without him. And then God could show them when he delivered them out of Egypt, he could show them just how powerful he was. If he had gone in and wiped out that famine, they would have never noticed. God is powerful enough to wipe out COVID. God is powerful enough to move that snow and ice storm away. We've seen him do it. We've seen him move three hurricanes away and around from us. But God's wisdom is higher than ours. That's why sometimes bad things happen to good people. Because even though we trust God, even though we trust in him that he will take care of us, sometimes those terrible things have to happen in order for God to bring about his perfect will in our lives. There's been terrible things happen in my life, in my family. Deaths in my family. Six years ago, I lost my mother. Two years ago, I lost my dad. And I have to. And now the folks have moved into their house across the street. And every night, I get to look out my window and see the lights on in my mom and daddy's house. And they got a no trespassing sign up saying I can't go over there. Terrible things happen to some of us, but God's got a plan. My uncle, my dad's brother died two nights ago. God's got a plan. There's turmoil and troubles in your lives. Things coming against you, but God's got a plan. We need to trust God, folks. Because ultimately, what we know this, we know is this that there's going to be an angel descending from heaven with a shout. And the Lord himself will step out on a cloud and call away all of us who are his children, who serve him, to live with him in the portals of glory forever. I know it's been a short service today. But I got across the word that God gave me. And I know there are many of you out here, many who are watching now and many who will be watching later, who will will think, why does God let things happen to me this way? Why is God letting this happen to me? Just wait till you come out on the other side. If it weren't for the valleys, we wouldn't know just how good the mountaintops are. If it weren't for the hard times and the bad times that we go through, We wouldn't know just how good God is when he brings us out. Well, you may have lost a job, you wouldn't know what you was gonna do. But when God doesn't close one door without opening another, you lose one job and God opens a door to another, even better paying job. God's plan is bigger than anything we understand. Hallelujah. God is bigger than our turmoils. God is bigger than our mountain. God is bigger than our giants. God is bigger than our lost jobs. God is bigger than our loved ones who've passed on and that heartache. Trust God, saints. Trust God. He loves you. God let the children of Israel go through those turmoils and those trials so that he could pull them out and take them to the promised land. They went through the valley. And he took them to the mountaintop. And on the way to the mountaintop, they were victorious in every battle, in every trial. Praise be unto God. You will have the victory. Trust God. You will have the victory. Trust God. Praise be unto the living God. Hallelujah. Don't look at your trials and turmoils. And situations as though you don't know why God is forsaking you. Because God is not. God has not. If you find yourself separated from God, God wasn't the one who walked away. If you find yourself far away from God, God wasn't the one who moved away from you. You moved away from him. Praise be unto the living God. And if you find yourself away from God, he is standing there now, with arms wide open, waiting for you to return. Just like the prodigal son. He's waiting for you to return. Waiting for you to come back. Hallelujah. Would you come back to him now? Would you come back to him? Hallelujah. Friends, we always like to end our service, each service, with this sinner's prayer. And if you would repeat after me, we use the right hand and use each finger on the right hand to to signify and to pray with each of these parts of this prayer. If you'll repeat after me, dear Lord, I'm a sinner. Jesus, I know you're the son of God. I know you died on the cross for my sin, and you were raised again on the third day. Come into my heart and forgive me, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for making me a Christian. In Jesus' name. Our worship music is covered by our CCLI copyright license, A20958803, a Streaming Plus license, A20958810. We thank you for joining us for Hope for the Hopeless on Save News Radio. Join us each week on the air or at the Haven of Hope Church at 289 Acock Dairy Farm Road in Fremont, North Carolina, just off Highway 222 between Kenley and Fremont, and just off Memorial Church Road just outside of Fremont, North Carolina. Service times are Sunday school at 10 a.m., morning worship at 11 a.m., Kid Storm Children's Church at 11 a.m. in the Youth and Children's Center. Sunday evening worship at 6 p.m. with the fellowship dinner following service in the Fellowship Hall each Sunday night. Tuesday night old-fashioned prayer and deliverance service at 7.40 p.m. and Wednesday night youth church at 7.30 p.m. or on our Facebook page at the Haven of Hope Church group page. Come and join us at the Haven of Hope Church. Hope for the hopeless in a hopeless world. Your hope is here. His name is Jesus.